Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Ashley, how you doing today? Girl, I'm good. Ready to get into it. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited for today's recap. We are recapping True Story, a Netflix original limited series starring Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes. Here's a quick synopsis. A tour stop becomes a matter of life and death for a famous comic when the fallout from a night with his brother threatens to destroy everything he's built. Starring Kevin Hart as Kid, Wesley Snipes as Carlton, Tani Newsom as Billy, William Catlett as Herschel, Paul Adelstein as Todd, and I'm going to highlight Billy Zane as Ari, Lauren London as Monica, Theo Rossi as Jean. We have executive producer Eric Newman, Charles Murray, and Stephen Williams, as well as Kevin Hart, of course. Ashley, this limited series, the ratings are kind of polarizing. <laughs> Critics gave this series 53%. Mm. However, the audience score is 80%. So it's fresh for the audience. And then our fave Google users gave this limited series 92%. Mm. What's your score? We talked about this a little bit off mic. I really thoroughly enjoyed watching this. To your point, it was unexpected treats. Binged it so fast with my family, one sitting. So honestly, I gave it a B plus, but it's really low key A minus for me on enjoyability. I figured things out pretty early on, but I was still on the edge of my seat throughout the entire thing. I got so into it. So it's a B plus, A minus. What about you? Well, Ashley, this series was well acted. <laughs> Wesley Snipes, I wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> uh Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart. Okay, sir. Um the gentleman who plays Gene, I've seen him in multiple multiple projects like Luke Cage, other things. Hmm, I don't even remember him from Luke Cage. Okay. Such a great actor. It's called Range and he has it. <laughs> the story, I did figure figure it out, but it was so it's uh, suspenseful and I didn't see the very, very end coming. So I give it an A minus because David and I, we haven't binged anything in a very long time, Ashley, because of my new work. I am always tired, <laughs> <laughs> I'm always falling asleep on the freaking couch. 
I saved up for this mess. I was like, what's going to happen? Yeah, girl. It was like one of those you literally are just rolling through. Seriously. And it helped that most of the episodes, I failed to mention, (laughs) seven episodes. The first one is 53 minutes, but most of them are a half hour long. So that helps a lot. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so let's go ahead and say spoiler alert. The series starts out introducing kid he had an interview with ellen he's a famous comic as well as mega movie star starring in the megaverse which is hilarious because we all know marvel (laughs) exactly this is the thing now in superhero movies i'm not gonna lie when i first saw the beginning of this show Obviously, with the title True Story, I was like, well, is this Kevin Hart? Because this is essentially Kevin Hart's prototype. Okay? Exactly. Friends exactly. with Ellen. I love the cameos that we saw with, you know, one of my favorite booze, Chris Hensworth, uh, was his co-star and everything. So let me say real quick, I heard recently somebody gave a list of the Chris's and they put Chris Pine first. I said, in what universe is Chris I Pine first? Was it in Harlem? Because we've been watching Harlem. Possibly it was in Harlem. That was very, very wrong. Because Evans is obviously first. But I'll even give you Hemsworth. But Pine, I, I digress. Absolutely give you Hemsworth. <laughs> I digress. No, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they're tied one and two. And then Chris Pine. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Pratt is not on the list, even though his first name is Chris. Anyway. <laughs> I agree. You didn't. You're not going to hear any arguments from me. <laughs> I'm confused. I genuinely thought, like, oh, is this Kevin Hart? And then I realized quickly that the character name is Kid. Yeah. Did you have that confusion too, Ashley? Yeah, I was calling him Kevin like the whole time, especially because it's still a K name. So the Kid thing just didn't pick up for me for a little bit. So I was like, hold on, what's Kevin's name? But again, and the story just—I was so engrossed. Who cares what his name is? You know? I know, I know. So he goes to Philly again. Kevin Hart's real life hometown. He's doing a major stadium tour, and it's one of his favorite stops because he gets a chance to hang out with his older brother Carlton. You can tell and feel the civil rivalry right away, especially when Carlton kept referring to kids multi-million dollar films as little kitty films did you pick up on that Ashley oh absolutely the way they talk to each other after the whole prank on the employee at four seasons because I mm-hmm. felt so bad for that man I was like I don't know what y'all want this man to do <laughs> I don't know what y'all want this little man to do but yeah it was like an antagonistic relationship and and like conversation and mm-hmm. it was I, I felt uncomfortable watching it because it was almost like you know a slinging test uh, <laughs> contest in some ways because he kept saying well that kitty show paid me this million dollars and this daddy and the other and uh Carlton bringing up his son Christian and everything like oh well did he like it and he's like well my son likes everything I do I do and I'm just like this is a lot. Are you happy to see your brother or not? Nah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it seemed very, you know, money based. 
So, you know, yes. I just immediately thought, oh, it makes sense that he's probably been living off of or at least supporting, you know, his brother for a very long time, especially yes. once you reach that status. I mean, just as he is in real life, he's a multimillionaire. So the goal is billion. So we find out that Carlton actually has his own entrepreneurial endeavors and he has a restaurant. Unfortunately, it's failing. And guess what? He needs money from his very rich younger brother. Well, I wanted to add too that it took my second watch to realize that he had called Kevin Hart's accountant and asked for (laughs) $600,000. I didn't hear that the first time. He he himself called? Yes. I didn't pick up on that. Yes. In that first conversation they had, once they were out in the living room area of the hotel room, he said, uh, Terry told me you called him and asked for 600K. And I was like, wait, that is the whole start of this whole thing. He had called the accounting first and asked for 600,000. So again, the dynamics were like, oh, he's a leech. You know what I mean? Like, how are you going to call your brother's accountant and be asking for 600K? And that's obviously a theme that goes on throughout the entire Mm -hmm, series. mm -hmm. The kid has a successful show and there's a celebration. Uh, One of the things that I thought was interesting was his manager informed him that his brother wasn't satisfied with VIP. He needed to create something more like a VIP, which was ultimately bullshit, which was hilarious to me because to your point, the level of entitlement with calling up his freaking accountant and you want to feel special. Like what, what, what is this? You may be my brother, but you are a diva. And I just, it would have been interesting to hear more about their childhood dynamics, because again, this is older brother acting like this towards younger brother, you know what I mean? The younger brother's the one who's supporting you. So what were those dynamics like when y'all were growing up? Exactly. Because that's That's always awkward. I see that in real life where when the older sibling is the one who kind of relies on the younger sibling, the toll that takes on the sibling relationship. Well said. Well, I immediately felt like Carlton was a predator because in the celebration of a good show, he was really putting on the peer pressure getting kid to drink when we find out that he was in fact six months sober what did this say about carlton's character for you that he is not a good influence on his own brother like he just told you he's six months sober but you're saying oh just take a sip just take a sip i was over it I was like, oh, everything that everyone has already just from this little bit of time been saying about you all seems very true. You're a really bad influence on him. You're a leech, as I said, about the whole money situation. So it just doesn't seem like you have your brother's best interests at heart. And there's already like societal pressures to drink, let alone the pressures within your family or friends group when they know that you're fighting a battle of sobriety. For me, it's like pick a side, pick one. Are you going to be dependent upon him and his money? So therefore you should want him to be successful in his sobriety. Or do you want to sabotage him and, you know, tell him, oh, take a little sip, take a little sip. Like, well, he also tried to make it seem like he was a screw up in a certain sense. Like, oh, you've fallen off the wagon so many times. So you're going to encourage me to continue down this path of falling off the wagon? Or do you want me to be like you where I make mistakes? Because 
we're going to get into it. Carlton makes a lot of mistakes. He sure does. Toxic. Well, Ashley, the kid fell off the wagon. He had a really good time. He met this girl named Daphne. They go to his really expensive 5000 a night hotel room. And we next see Carlton trying to wake kid up because the girl he was with was dead. What did you think about this at this point, Ashley? I didn't understand what was happening. Did kid check her pulse? Why was Carlton in your room? And why are you immediately thinking like a criminal after this situation is discovered? You're a celebrity. Exactly. So to that point, Ashley, Carlton was the one trying to wake people up. He immediately determined that it was a drug overdose, even though kid did not partake in these drugs. He Carlton discouraged kid from calling the cops or the ambulance because it just would be a bad look for him to wake up with a dead girl in his bed. So they come up with this plan and Carlton has a quote unquote friend, Ashley, a friend associated with the Greek mob of Philadelphia named Ari, who knows how to handle these type of situations. So Ashley, this everyday regular man, Carlton, had a hook <laughs> in his, <laughs> this is a scandal reference for, for people who don't know what I'm talking about. Ari comes in, very charismatic. When I first saw Billy Zane, I screamed because, of course, I know and love him from The Mummy, as well as titanic i'm glad you say that because i literally have in my nose i don't think billy zane has ever played a role of someone i like ever never but how was atrocious in <laughs> titanic <laughs> and i only watched the first half i forget the second half he's shooting at people and you know stealing people's babies for refuge. to get to get into the boat i yeah. cannot stand billy zane so i already like oh this is not gonna go well <laughs> Not He's at always all. a bad person. Always, always. And I say love loosely, but he's been a part of movies I've enjoyed through the years, even though he has been the antagonist. He's a good time. villain. He's a good villain. Great. For sure. And he's really handsome, though, like, too, which makes it kind of like most psychopaths are. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> well, his stint on the show is short, Ashley, because. The kid decides to kill him with a charger. <laughs> I didn't get to that part, but we'll get to that later. Because he was trying to get him to pay $6 million to dispose yeah. of this young lady's body. So to clarify further, kid thought he was going to get the hookup. Carlton said, oh, I got a friend. He'll hook us up. <laughs> when Ari got there, he was like, oh, so how much do I owe you? Like 50K? And he was like, nah, $500,000 a month for a year. I was confused at this point, Ashley, because for me, I didn't know if he was doing this independent of um, Carlton, because Carlton seemed like he was like the contact person in this situation what did you gather i thought it was pretty convenient that carlton was mia when it was time to talk money that's what i was thinking during this scene 
Um, and I knew that it, he was going to try him. Like, I was like, oh, he's absolutely going to ask for some outrageous amount of money because nobody comes and helps you dispose of a dead body, quote unquote, for nothing, for free or for some measly amount of money. He is a celebrity who makes millions of dollars. So yeah. I was talking, I, I know I do this on sci-fi too much. I was talking to you. I'm like, oh, he's about to go wild. Like he's about to ask for something crazy. Six million to me, honestly, was still a fairly low figure for what he could have asked for you in my mind. So. I really do. I thought he was going to ask for like 20, to be honest. I was like, he's about really? to go crazy. I really did. I thought he was going to say something crazy because he has so much leverage over him. What can you do? What can you do if he asks you for something crazy? kill him as you just already said which was completely unexpected the physicality alone I was like oh you know he's small and it takes a lot of strength to choke someone out yes so I didn't see that coming it's so funny I didn't think he was gonna go higher then I thought well yeah that was a big jump from thinking you're gonna spend 50k to six million dollars but who's to say once you reach that six million at the end of year one, that that's you're not, not going to keep, keep coming going. back. Exactly. exactly. Like yeah. when he had that conversation with Terry, his accountant, and his and Terry was like, "You need me to send the cops to your room." Like I laughed out loud. I'm like, "Yes, Terry. Yes, he does." Because you have no idea the predicament he's found himself in. Like you just think I can send you fi- or transfer 500k a month into your brother's account, and that we are not going to get audited. We don't have to say where this money is going. Like exactly. where you talking about so it was just a cluster clusterfuck it was and to that point Ashley guess what they ultimately decide to use as the conduit the restaurant as a way to launder that type of money I have to say the way that the kid towed off Carlton was like so epic (laughs) at this point he's like how could I thing that you were going to handle this because that was my point we went in even though this is still episode one knowing that the dynamics of this relationship Carlton is the absolute worst when it comes to making life decisions so why would you in the in your need of the most critical situation you've probably ever been in completely depend on him like was that a wise decision no. Your opinion, no, obviously not. I think he was just so out of his depth. And for some reason, he still saw Carlton as his older brother and thought, hey, you're saying you have a guy, you know, you, you know, Carlton has been in some shady situations before. So yes. I'm sure, you know, you got this covered. And he literally said, don't F me on this one. Don't F me on this one. Like you should have already known. So it was definitely bad decision making. And I love that they end this this episode on I'm not a killer, but don't push me Tupac. Because absolutely. I saw that. I like saw I got that. so hyped. <laughs> and there was a line he told his son who called him scared. He was like, the monster only comes out for people who are scared. Yeah, so. he had been pushed too far. I mean, he, I think he thought everybody just thinks they can take advantage of me. I've accumulated this money without ever having my hand out, without ever doing anything underhanded or deceitful. I've done everything I need to do. And now everybody's just trying to come take from me. Take, take, take. So he snapped. He sure did. But he's such a regular person. I was like, OK, now you've murdered somebody. Can you live with this? So, Ashley, this is where I'm glad that you said 
Because this is where I'm like, so you go from a regular person to a straight up gangster, right? (laughs) Because we go into episode two and the goal in this episode is to dispose of the body. Him being a celebrity, he has work to do. He had his first stop is at the Boys and Girls Club where the the kids are going to get a screening of his latest superhero film. He is sick to his stomach, though. I will give him that. But Carlton is like, I don't know what to do with this dead body, which makes sense because these are very average people, right? Mm -hmm. One of the funniest parts to me was the kid telling Carlton, do it like like um Ari said, you know, you chop the bones, you you break the bones, you fold the body, and then, you know, you, <laughs> that's it. Did you really believe that was how they got rid of that body and you know Carlton would be able to duplicate that? I did definitely situation? did not think Carl would be able to do I said Carl. Carlton would be able to duplicate that because that's so gruesome. You know what I mean? Like it's a difference yeah. between killing somebody and then mutilating a corpse um, and doing various things to try to, you know, contort it to be what it needs to be. And Carlton is not about that life as silly and dumb as the decisions he makes. He's not about that life. But I also was wondering, like, do we place a hierarchy on the value of people's lives that makes us feel better about the decisions we make? Because that was one of the things that I Mm. thought maybe was why kid was able to kind of move forward. It's like, well, this guy was a scumbag anyway. He was coming at me for my money. So his life isn't necessarily as valuable as Mm -hmm. other people's lives. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Absolutely. There has to be a level of um, sorting good versus bad in your mind to be able to function because I think he would not have been able to function. Yeah, if that's a lot. And then to have to go in front of these children. Like. Ex- exactly. If it wasn't sorted out in his brain, right? He is rude to one of his mega fans. Were you were you surprised he just snapped on his fan like that? Or do you think the fan was a little bit irrational for expecting him to do more, you know, to be on, so to speak? I was not surprised that he snapped. He was already going through it. We even saw him go off on Todd. That whole, why don't you just crawl up my ass and check my temperature when he was looking over his shoulder (laughs) in the elevator. Like he was already agitated. He's dealing with a lot. His brother can't figure out how to get rid of his body in his hotel room. Um, And Gene was aggressive in that moment. Like he told him like, hey, Gene, not today. Security Hirsch, my guy Hirsch is trying to step in and you're Mm -hmm. still coming at me. But it was still sad to see a grown man crying because another grown man is upset with him. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. But it just makes you wonder about the world of celebrity in general, like to have to always try to keep your composure at all times. I'm not sure I could do that. I'm not sure I'm that person. Yeah. That's why some of them stay in the house. (laughs) No, seriously. I remember Kevin Hart even saying recently that, you know, back in the day, people used to wonder about celebrities and wonder what they might do. Now celebrities have to be worried about what fans are going to do and like be like almost nervous because you don't know what strangers may, how they may react to you anymore. So I can only imagine like it's too much that goes on in general, let alone people having this level of access to you and being crazy about you in this way. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it. But again, just overall, the whole keeping your composure, even when you're going through a lot or having really bad days, you're still just a human being, right? He's not a superhero. He's a human being. Exactly. Well, 
the stuff keeps piling on him because the shade room reports that his ex-wife is dating a all-star baller (laughs) i but i have to say the way he handled that news was like oh yeah no that's nothing (laughs) i thought that was really funny i love that scene grow up because that's how I felt. Honestly, I was annoyed too. Yeah. I was like, sis, he's dealing with so much. Don't nobody care that his ex-wife is seen with some other man. We got big fish out here. We got big fish. So this is a general question, Ashley. And one that, you know, I can ask multiple times in this recap of the series. Was Kid abusive to his staff? That is such a good question, Delora. I have that somewhere in my notes. Yes, he is unfortunately abusive verbally towards his staff and at times physically yes I don't think I would want to work for him I get the perks I get the platform but he's not a boss that was very endearing to me at all like not at all he snapped and popped off and ordered everybody around such such come on come on like I just didn't I didn't appreciate it I get that you're going through a lot but these people are still your team and I just don't think that he handled those dynamics well at all throughout the show and it made me wonder about his Kevin Hart's relationship with his real staff to be honest with you I remember when he got into it with his trainer that one time that is what I'm saying (laughs) that is what I'm saying but then you you it's it's almost like an abusive relationship because you lash out and then you say I'm sorry or what they call love bombing by in the case of uh his staff writer Billy he told he tells her in this episode that her joke sucked and that <laughs> he's not using them and she basically told him just so you know when you're upset I'm not your freaking punching bag I was like yes sis yes sis did you notice in this show everybody else took his shit except for black women neither Monica nor what? Billy took his shit yes 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 yes, yes. because we will tell you about yourself and your mama and your brother and- <laughs> <laughs> you got the wrong one today well Monica told him don't you ever disrespect me and my parenting I felt that in my spirit <laughs> like, I sure yes. did I yes. sure did well Ashley luckily because of a dress rehearsal kid not even Carlton came up with the idea of how to dispose of the body using one of those big sound cases um, that's big enough to handle a big body because Ari was a thickums, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. He cancels his rehearsal. He doesn't really go through with it because he had that great epiphany. And he and Carlton dispose of the bodies at night at some random dumpster on so who knows careless. what side. So um, careless. But see, the fact that it was in the sheet y'all should have dumped the whole case what were you thinking opening up the case and then like sheet covered body in the dumpster over here delora to me the way they dumped his body was one of the most nonsensical parts of this whole show like do y'all ever even watch an episode of csi fingerprints (laughs) 
everywhere. DNA, the inevitability of this body being found by you just throwing it in a freaking dumpster. You know, morbidly, I started asking my family as we watched this how they would dispose of a dead body. You know, just a little light Thanksgiving banter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm going to need y'all to be smarter than this if y'all ever find yourself in this situation. God forbid. Because that just to me was so dumb. So dumb. Yes. It, it was it was dumb and again normal person turned into a gangster overnight kid had the great idea hey let's play basketball with the kids because this will be our alibi on the night of you know us dumping this body so we go into episode three <sighs> the big issue with this episode is the fact that we find out that Carlton not only takes money from his brother, but he gets loans from mobsters, Ashley. I was like, this couldn't get worse, could it? Could it? Silent investors in his restaurant. He's such a pain in the ass. And that's why I want to say Wesley Snipes acted this part so well, because the way I wanted to punch him in the face on a regular (laughs) basis... He always had this stupid look on his face like, oh, well, you know, I hate to ask you for some more money. But then as soon as someone tells him about himself, he gets pissed. Like it was like a running theme, actually, from the manager (laughs) to the fans. Like, don't be a burden to your brother. I, I, I guess I don't understand how he was able to reconcile it, because at the end of the day, he still asked for more money, Ashley. It's so frustrating, Delora, because I know Carlton's. Like, I know Carlton's. <laughs> Those people who <laughs> constantly just have this, I'm just going to go with the flow and make shitty decisions, but the consequences, uh, I don't understand why they're happening, or I don't want to take responsibility for them, or it's not my fault. Like, it, it was super frustrating to watch because to your point, he always was so calm, cool and collected, which again, always made me so suspicious. Like Carlson always seemed like he knew something that I didn't know. Mm. And what is that? Because this are, these are high stakes games we're playing here. We are, especially because he owes these people a lot of money and their brother is missing. Uh, that's 600K he asked for. That's who that was supposed to be going that to. That was, yep. And I'm like, where's the money in the restaurant going at this rate? Because <laughs> it just seems like. I mean, Kevin Hart talks about pit. multiple businesses that have failed a check yeah, cashing a, place. A car wash. Yeah. Like yes. he obviously has been giving him money throughout the years for these businesses. And then Carlson somehow was friends with a Greek gangster and asked him and his brothers to invest. Like, I just, yeah. it's, it, it baffles me. And one of the things that I really hated about Carlton at this point is he still had Ari's phone. I was like tracking much like this doesn't make any sense. So this was part of the suspense because I'm just like, so you mean to tell me y'all were able to dump this body. Okay, cool. But you're still carrying around his cell phone and you see his brothers blowing up his phone. What were you going to do with this? Well, remember, he tells Kid that it was a burner phone, so it's untraceable and he doesn't have five my friends and all this BS. But to your point, why keep the phone? Like, there's really no point in you keeping tabs on the brothers because the brothers are reaching out to you too. Yes. So it's, it's not like that's your only resource to know what's happening with them. 
it's just another dumb, <laughs> another dumb Carlton thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Ashley, the big reveal of this episode was so in efforts for Kid to repair the relationship with Gene, his biggest fan, because he was getting a ton of bad press about it, right? Mm-hmm. He invited him backstage to his second night. And what baffles me, Ashley, is the fact that Gene has so much access to Kid right before he got on stage. He informed him that he was hurt by the interaction they had the day before. So he followed him all last night and had videos of him and his brother dumping that body. Ashley, I put in my notes, he needs better security. What? Well, you know, all he got is Hirsch, but uh, I knew Gene was going to be problematic. And I was like, is he about to try to blackmail him? Like, where is this going? It reminded me of a film that Halle Berry did years ago with uh, her and Bruce Willis, where it seemed like everybody she was close to eventually tried to like blackmail her and she had to kill them. I think it was like Perfect Stranger or something like that it was called. And I was like, so is this where we're going? Is he going to have to murder everybody he encounters to cover his steps? Like that was my train of thought with this scene. It's so funny that you say that because I was telling Dave that I was like, oh, we got to keep count of this body count. Exactly. Like he's just about to turn full Dexter. Like I just got to take everybody (laughs) out. (laughs) exactly episode four you know in the in the last episode though to be honest kid thought he was you know scotch-free it was like i did something bad but guess what it's taken care of but this gene revelation turned his life upside down because he completely bombs his performance so he's not made of steel, Ashley. Were Mm-mm. you surprised that he bombed? No. I mean, the inevitability of being able to uh, have a, or the inevitability of having a meltdown, I should say, after you literally had 30 seconds to get on stage and you find out that he has video evidence um, was a lot to take in. The inevitability of having a meltdown after 30 seconds left and you just find this out and you find out somebody has video evidence makes sense to me because, again, it's Kevin Hart. So I was just thinking about in real life, if Kevin Hart froze and had an issue on stage one time, it would be totally forgiven. His The press would be spun to say, oh, he was exhausted or yeah. family emergency or something happened. So he would be fine. So I didn't feel like it was the end of the world. It was just like, what are we going to do about Gene? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, I wasn't even worried about the performance or that any of that at that point. Yeah. It was like, what, what are we going to do about Gene? And Ashley, I found the movie I was talking about earlier. It is called The Fan. And the it came fan. out in 1996. And it's about an all-star baseball player becomes the unhealthy focus of a down-on-his-luck salesman. So, yeah. Uh, movies about crazy fans. That, that's where <laughs> I was trying to get at. <laughs> yeah. And to your point, um, kids manager management team didn't really they weren't that concerned about it. I mean, they knew it was bad, but they felt like, hey, he can get right back on this horse and try again because he's a superstar. We can do this. We're more concerned about his mental health and well-being. What's really good? But what was funny to me was Billy was like, let me go ahead and get on this open mic. (laughs) 
real quick and part of me what what do you think her motivation was that do you think was it because he bombed or that she knew that you know she has to get these jokes going so she needs to you know well it was because i think she wanted to start getting her material together for madison square garden because because he was having such a good day he offered her the opening at madison square garden and she had not been back on stage so this was a chance for her to hone her craft. And remember, she was like, well, watching him bomb made me realize I'm too in my head. Like, I need yeah. to go ahead and strike while the iron's hot and take this opportunity. And girl, I remember when he first proposed and she was like, am I ready? I'm like, sis, are you ready? You better yeah. get ready. What are you saying? Yeah. This but is I, the I, I get that, though, at the same time, especially when you're caught off guard. <laughs> no, ma'am. You better, no, ma'am. Inter- you, no, ma'am. You better take that moment to yourself and be like, oh, shit, can I do this? Oh, I better figure out how I can do this because the top exactly. point this is a once in a lifetime career opportunity that's real that's real if you ain't ready you better get ready real quick real quick kid goes to carlton's because i forgot carlton lives there he's in philadelphia right? <laughs> he really doesn't see his brother that often um and girl they get in a fight i knew they were gonna go to blows but what did you think about herschel not stopping the fight it made sense to me because he was fed up with Kid at this point. Kid had, <laughs> you know, antagonized him, was talking trash, had lost his mind. I, I can't remember. I think he had punched Hirsch in the face at this point. He sure did. So, you know, Hirsch is like, hey, I'm about to go ahead and let y'all resolve this. Let, let y'all get this tension out of the air. Because, too, nobody likes Carlton. So, you know nobody who cares everybody on his team understands how toxic he is and the fact that he oh my goodness before they started going to blows when kid was like talking about the two bodies carlton was like what two bodies i didn't i didn't do any of this this is all you and he was just like we're in this together if you need my money it is us. <laughs> we are we. <laughs> and I was just like, I know he ain't trying to really distance himself, is he? Yeah, he was trash for that because he tried to make some like, oh, these are your mistakes that you're making. Who put me in this position, Carlton? Yes, I'm a grown man and I own my mistakes as well in this. But let's be real. Oh, you brought Ari into my life. You brought this young lady from the club into my life. So yeah, that's true. we are absolutely now in this together. There. We're all in this together. Exactly. Da, da, da. Well, there were two lines in this interaction that I want to highlight right now. So the first was kid, he said, I can't have this man have this much control over my life. And they're talking about Gene in this video. And the look on Carlton's face when he said that was very rich. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and then the second was you know, we should have called 911 when Daphne OD'd. So regret is definitely setting in at this point. But Delora, only brothers can get into a fist fight and then sleep in the same bed together. Oh, yeah. Always. <laughs> Guys are very interesting in that way, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let the tension get out of the air first. I'm not sleeping with you. Because <laughs> it's all testosterone driven anyway, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although Came in hot. Very, very real issues, though. Uh, so Ashley, to your point, they get up the next day and they figure out they got to do something with Gene because guess what? He cannot be out here with an entire video 
hanging over kids head like this. So the idea was to potentially take him out. Right. But kid quickly realized this dude just wants to feel wanted. So let me put him in our circle. I'm not going to lie. When he asked this man to meet him in some abandoned alley somewhere, I'm like, Gene, are you okay? I, this is when I knew Gene wasn't all there, Ashley. How about you? But Delore, it was still broad freaking daylight and I could see traffic yes! behind them. So you really going to kill him out in broad daylight? Kid fumbling the gun. I'm like, what is going on here? Oh my gosh. Again, not smart decisions. Cause I was like, this would have been so dumb. Yet again, somebody probably would have ended up seeing you and the cycle would have continued. Would and what are you gonna do with the body? We that saw the dumb moves y'all made with Ari's body. Y'all just gonna leave this man's body out here. That's what I'm saying, Ashley. But see, again, to the maybe point we watch too many murder shows and films because I just don't understand the thought process. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I felt like Gene was novel there also because he walked up to kid and was like what happened yesterday <laughs> all surprised how about he froze i'm like sir yeah. but that was just such comedic timing to me because Captain Hart gave him that look like you happen to be gene you happen to be like i know this is supposed to be really serious but i still laughed like there were definitely moments where i still laughed out loud <laughs> And then Gene is so obsessed with him, he keeps all his memorabilia in his trunk. In his trunk. I was like, does he even live in Philadelphia? Like, I'm confused at this point. Great question. Where does Gene live? What does he do for a living? How does he, like, how does he support himself? Because he was staying at the motel, but like, I don't think he lives in Philly. He said you, he's literally at all his shows. Gene, what do you do with yourself? What do you do with yourself? How do you make money? As I mentioned before, Kid invites Gene to his circle. He puts him on a social media live post. Gene's personal Instagram num- uh, Instagram numbers go up. Behind the scenes, Gene. Are we as a society so easily persuaded by social media and attention and celebrity? Like, these are all frivolous things, Ashley. I don't think the social media part really mattered to Gene. I think it was, he was already such a super fan just of kids that that just added some layer of connection. But I did wonder who are these fans who just abruptly start following a random person? Like I love Beyonce. You love Beyonce. But if Beyonce hopped on a live and said, guys, this is my number one fan, start following them on IG. I would not. Yeah, I would not. So that's more so what I wondered is like, who are, does he have this many other like super fans where it's like, Hey, this is my guy behind the scenes, Gene, follow him on social. That's the power of social. If you think about it, if kids posts are only, you know, official photography behind the scenes, if you want to see some behind the scenes and you know, Gene is going to get it, you're going to follow that account. So that is a good point. If you want some access that you may not have gotten before then you need to follow Gene's account again I'm just not that big of a super fan of anybody where I care that much I guess not at all not at all and what's killing me is the fact that the video still is not deleted at this point Ashley nope so Gene is in the circle and 
at this point, Carlton and Kid, they have some level of relief, but Kid is apparently in a good enough headspace that he agrees to pay off the mob for Carlton. And Carlton is just ecstatic at this point. So let's go ahead and go into the next episode. I found this very interesting, Ashley. I didn't bring this up prior, but there was an obnoxious fan on a plane that Kid and his team met. And he recited the N-word joke. And there's 50 ways of saying the n-word and it's okay because i'm saying the uh and not the er this is the gentleman that the (laughs) charger comes from which is kind of ironic as well he runs into him again at the stadium where he bombed that night but he asked if he could perform at a fundraising gala the original thought was to give it to billy since she needed to prep for the stadium tour but because kid bombed he wants to use this gig as a way to getting his feet wet did he steal this gig from billy out of jealousy because i also forgot to mention her open mic set went extremely well and she was getting a lot of traction on social media i don't know I was confused on this about my feelings of whether he felt some type of way about Billy possibly upstaging him at the ha ha hut, or if he genuinely did need this as a motivation or a booster after what happened. And I give him the latter. Like I want to think it's the latter because Mm -hmm. at this point in his career and his success, there's no reason to be jealous of Billy. You know what I mean? Like it's not a competition. (laughs) So I don't know. Egos are interesting. That is true. That is true. She is his, one of his writers too. So there's always that dynamic of, I mean, she does write some really good stuff for you. But I think, again, I do think a a large part of it had to do with him needing to kind of get back into the game. And he has so much going on. Let's go ahead and do a lower budget, lower exposure opportunity and see if I can make it through. So and his suit was fire. So I love this scene. (laughs) Yeah. Behind the scene, Gene, there with him taking all the pictures. But one of the things that was interesting was he used this opportunity to rag on that gentleman who wanted to say uh negro 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 (laughs) in his face justified i mean are artists responsible for how their audience receive their content no not like that in my opinion not like that where you as a white man choose to come into my face and antagonize me with a word that you know is steeped in racist and bigoted oppression towards my people no you do not have that right sir and you and your black boss that was in the audience are fully (laughs) aware. So kid was absolutely justified for embarrassing and exposing. Y'all see how hard I'm saying these words? Embarrassing and exposing racist wheel from that plane. Okay. I was here for it. Two snaps all day. Get his ass. (laughs) I'm going to let that breathe for a moment. Well, Gene was not having it. He didn't like it at all because for him, this is starting to be a trend for kid. And as we know, this is not where we needed this, (laughs) this situation to go. 
Yeah, but Gene ain't black. That's why he didn't understand. And that pissed me off, too, in this scene. That pissed me off so much. Like, you're not black, so I guess you can't understand. You're still a person of color, but obviously you can't understand. Your mind is more triggered by the fandom than it is the racism of this moment. And that really bothered me (laughs) for Gene. Well, at this point, though, I'm not going to lie. Watching it, I thought... I understood Gene's point to an extent because Kid was so aggressive when he was aggressive, right? And so it's like, he can be an absolute asshole. You know what I mean? He can be, but again, if he were a Black person, he would understand this yeah. moment. He would understand. It had to be done. It, it had to be done. Thank you. <laughs> like, I'm telling you what happened. I'm, we, I said in the jokes during the, during the scene, during that time, what happened. But you're still looking at it oh, as, oh, this guy is a fan. You're not understanding the racial dynamics of the situation, which outweighs this current sentiment you have about how I treat fans. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Obviously. Again, to your point that we talked about earlier, he's antagonistic. We've seen to his staff. He's not always a one with the way that he comes across towards people. But in this moment, Gene annoyed me. This is the one time Gene really annoyed me. So, yeah. Well, and that's my, my blackness. So whatever. (laughs) You know, this, this situation is extremely fragile and kid goes all the way to Jean's motel to have a conversation with him. The conversation again, Jean asking him, why are you so mean to your fans? And then it gets to the video and he asked, did the person deserve it? Right. (laughs) And he realized that he could do more for the world by deleting the video than actually keeping it. Again, hierarchy uh, in terms of people's lives, because you're saying that his life is so valuable Hmm. that these deeds must not be criminal. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it was just simply a mistake, Ashley, of course. He was doing what he had to do. Had to do. Well, Carlton, again, he has these moments throughout this whole season where he seems very perturbed when people talk about brotherhood. Uh, There was a him looking at Gene's Instagram site, I guess Kid made a joke like, oh, he's my light-skinned brother or something like that. And Carlton was just not having it. And I almost wonder if that was part of his motivation for dropping off Ari's expensive as Rolex. Set him up. Saying, oh no, since you're in the circle, here's a gift. Set him all the way up. I also think it was who else was he possibly going to set up overnight? Because you have Ari's brothers who have now gone to the four seasons are closing in, are going to go get the video footage in the morning. So his window of opportunity was really closing and Gene was an easy mark, but it was very unfortunate to see him set up Gene in this way. Gene is an innocent bystander. And we've already seen one innocent man get killed. Right. We did. That's a great point, Ashley. The other point, that I thought was very interesting was Gene asking Carlton for a favor. He asked him to not be a burden for his brother kid. I thought that Carlton was going to go ahead and do the deed himself at that point. I did too. I did too. But again, Carlton is not a killer. So I, I was curious if he did kill him, like, would it be, how would he go about it? Because 
it's just not his MO throughout the show. But mm-hmm. I was worried about Gene's life, obviously, at this point. I, Gene, this I was point, like, Gene's not going to make it. <laughs> I just thought this wasn't the wisest decision either because I'm like, Gene is so close to your brother. Exactly. Why would you frame him? Exactly. That was not smart. How did you not see the flaws in this plan? But he doesn't see the flaws in any of his plans. No. So. no. <laughs> that part. Not surprising. That part. And in the next episode, Gene is beat up to death by the Greek mob. To your point, Ashley, the brothers have been on a rampage because their mother gave them the green light to say, you know, seek all the corners of the earth for whoever killed your brother. Yeah, well, you. so did you think that they were going to caught though once the cops found Ari's body? Did you think that they were going to catch them? Did you think the police were going to catch them? The brothers? No. Did you think the cops were going to catch Carlton and Kid once they discovered his body? No. I, I didn't think so. I thought the Greek mob would have uh, reached them before the cops, for sure. See, I was worried. I was like, oh, now the shit's about to hit the fan because now they didn't found a body and they about to do forensics and y'all about to be exposed. And Carlson had a friend on the police force this whole time? Okay. This whole time. <laughs> Ashley! I just could not deal with it, Dora. I could not deal with it. Well, Kid gets a knock on his door and it's the detectives and they inform them of Gene's death. And that shakes kids up because at this point, Carlton was kind of going rogue. Yeah. Did you, but that split second decision where Gene realized that they were going to, he was going to sacrifice his life for, for Kid. Kid. How did you feel? Oh, that's an excellent question, Ashley. And thank you for bringing it up. I thought it was interesting because, like, to your point, he covered Kid this entire time. He didn't even bring up Carlton, and Carlton was, like, right there. So, you know, he ultimately ended up being ride or die. I always felt leery of his character up until this point. My, I had a conversation with my mom, and she made some really great points. She was like, we have to remember that the word fan is derived from fanatic and we all know that there have been crazy fanatics to you know hurt celebrities i.e selena i.e john lennon you know what i mean yeah and i was concerned that gene was capable of something on that level when we get to the point where he sacrificed himself i'm just like dog really yeah I mean, really? I get when that he did the whole uh, conversation about feeling like kid is the reason why he did not harm himself and possibly take his own life previously. Mm-hmm. But that was wild. How many people would sacrifice themselves for anybody, let alone a celebrity that you idolize? Like that was wild. Yeah. And to, <laughs> to my point earlier, Gene seemed like a very peculiar person in the sense of how much of a fan he was for kid it was like what type of man was he like we didn't know where he lived but he he could identify the type of rolex that ari had like who are you like you know yeah exactly we didn't get a lot on his background besides the few things that we did here but it's almost like he had an addictive personality and his addiction was his devotion Mm. yeah that's a good point 
the kid gives his statement to the police because unfortunately the first night as behind the scenes gene ended in his death unfortunately and it's a bad look for kid frankly like all this freaking death at this rate how many bodies are we at four the girl ari ray now gene yeah and again it's getting all this press now how are the brothers not gonna see this carlton exactly exactly especially with the amount of kid information he had on him i'm surprised that the brothers didn't find it in the actual motel that's what Um, i was thinking too he had put it back in his car because i was like all that was out when carlton came and visited him earlier so he's lucky that he ended up putting it back i mean so short-sighted and laura he's from philadelphia this would have been local and national news right like there's no way that if they even turn on the television they would miss this story Whew. Kid thought he was a suspect, and the precinct was like, Of course not. <laughs> but can you sign this picture again? Blinded by celebrity, I feel like absolutely that would that's absolutely a, a very real depiction. <laughs> Kid meets Carlton at the infamous restaurant. I have to say, it was a good looking restaurant. I give him that. My only deal is, Why wasn't it open? <laughs> but i know they were failing and the only thing he had left was his liquor license exactly the brothers have like a a whole kumbaya moment saying like hey gene had to go you did the right thing thank you for protecting me and after the tour we can come back and look at the restaurant and see what we can do with it ashley did you think this was an important moment in their relationship yeah i mean it seemed like they were in a good place. They bonded over this insanity. And um, I think it was a point where- <laughs> They call it trauma bonding. Exactly. <laughs> where, you know, kid had turned a corner and thinking that Carlton really had protected him and had his back and hadn't let him down for once with the way that he handled things. Yeah, unfortunately, lives have been lost. We feel like, oh, you put me over everything. So he really appreciated that and even wanted to- you know, have him around more, want to take him on tour with him. So it was important. Mm-hmm. Um, it was important at that, at that moment. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Kid helps Carlton home in his bed. Carlton's phone is blowing up. It is yet another person asking for money. And this said person is named Simone. Kid opens up his phone and the big reveal happens when we find out that Simone is in fact Daphne, the dead girl in his bed. Knew that chick wasn't dead. I knew knew if she wasn't either. And kid is gutted. Because who needs family when you got family like Carlton? Who needs it? (laughs) Ashley, when I tell you, I had an inkling that she wasn't dead because there was no body. There was no body. So my, <laughs> my deal is this, Ashley, when Ari was going through how he got rid of the body, I'm like, this, this feels like BS to me. 
oh, you just break the bones and you fold it up and you know, you, you back out. So the cameras, I'm like, you're, you're talking too much. You're talking too much for my liking. Well, um, all of that stuff was actually factual. Cause that's how they had to get rid of his body in terms of how you could go about it. Right. Yes. But Car- from jump Delora, we, it was BS because why is Carlton in my room? Why is he checking the pulse of the, the chick laying next to of me? The night. That was my question too, because I'm just like, celebrities have reward relationships with their team, right? But yeah, at three o'clock, why are you in my room shaking this chick? That doesn't make any sense. There's no and blood. What? It wasn't a murder. So was she cold? Like, I don't exactly. Exactly. I was so disappointed still, even though I had guessed this so early on, I was so disappointed to be right. Damn. Actually, it was awful. It was awful. So in the final episode of the series, Kid is stunned by the revelation that Carlton was, in fact, behind this whole thing. Like, he caught bodies over some stupid scheme, some stupid, wasn't even well-thought-out scheme that Carlton did. To extort his own brother. I thought it was interesting because he found out all this information and still decides to go to a basketball game you know sweets and everything and guess who was excited about it carlton who was (laughs) mooching off of his little brother and his fame he was given a lot of i love you's my brother and like enjoy yourself and girl kid let carlton know that he knew what was really going on what did you think about herschel not really closing the door though were you okay with that during that time i thought it was at the time for like protection Mm -hmm. to make sure that nothing you know popped off but at the same time i wondered like so are you overhearing this conversation and gonna kind of know what the real reality of the situation is yeah but i was still thinking about the fact that um you know carlton dangled his own girlfriend in his brother's face she wasn't even a random i just could not I couldn't get over the the audacity and just atrocities of his betrayal. Like it was next level. Next level. And Ashley Kidd tells him, you're dead to me. Mm-hmm. He's like, I told you I loved you just so you know that that's what it was. Mm-hmm. But you destroyed that. You broke my heart, Fredo. Godfather, you broke my heart. The Greek mob shows up at the game. Because <laughs> they saw that damn news story. Okay. They did. They did. They saw Carlton. Again, him being unable to really think things through. I'm like, the circle is too small for you not to get hit. Like, I don't understand why he. <laughs> mm-hmm. But again, he was a notorious F up. So why are we surprised that he F this whole thing up? The first F up is when he tried to extort his brother. And he ended up killing somebody. <laughs> Problem number one. Anyway, there is a major chase scene. I have to say at this point of the series, Ashley, when Kid is able to get the perfect headshot for both the guys, that was a little bit hard to believe. Yeah, I'm not I said, where lie. did he learn how to shoot like this? Like, is he taking, you know, going to the range regularly? <laughs> possibly. possibly. Maybe Hirsch was like, if I'm going to protect you, I'm going to need you to know how to use a gun. That's possible. But those were clean clean headshots i mean one shot only per person and i was really stunned by that Mm -hmm. 
But of course, Carlton goes into his normal mode of, you know, put all the dirt on me. I got you. I know we can talk to the cops. Kid is stunned. And in a surprising turn of events, Kid kills his brother. Yeah. I didn't expect that. I wasn't sure. I was like, is he going to kill Carlton or isn't he? I screamed. I was like, yeah. Even with everything that happened, it's hard to kill your own brother. But Carlton was dead to him at that point. So. I understand. But it's still hard to kill your own brother. I agree. I'm not saying it's not, but $6 million. Now, my question is this to you, Ashley. Was Carlton behind that $6 million? Or do you think Mm -hmm. Ari added that? No, I think Carlton was behind the entire thing. Because even Mm -hmm. when you had the meetup that um, that kid did with Simone, she said that it was all Carlton's idea and that he brought Ari in. Mm, So I think that he was planning on getting his cut. Ari was going to get his cut. She was going to get her cut. And um, yeah, I think he had that whole thing planned out, which is, again, just wild. Who needs family when you got family like Carlton? He says there at the end, like, all this time you've been telling me I, I needed to be protected from other people. I need to be protected from you. Of course, the acting is cued and he is devastated by the death of his brother. We are flash forward. Kid tells his manager and Herschel the whole story. Now, one of the things that I was surprised by is that he didn't tell his manager or Herschel. I think they would have been in that circle and would have been able to make a better plan if any of this stuff were true. What do you think? Absolutely. I mean, his thought during the first episode was to call Todd and try to get him to help, but Carlton, you know, advised him against it. But at the same time, I was thinking, oh, he's trying to minimize the damage to possibly members of his team so i almost saw it as more for protection at a certain point i don't want you guys to be accomplices to the nonsense and shenanigans that are going on but herschel my brother herschel really disappointed me ashley to that point he was like you could have gotten billy killed and uh how much what are they trying to steal from you i want that Mm -mm. I was like, where did he get the audacity to ask for this type of money? He just told you he killed a man who asked him for this amount of money and you're going to go and ask him. And mind you, we did learn at one point in the series that he is like some five-time Black Velder or something like that. But still, this this little man is willing to do whatever it takes not to pay somebody if he doesn't want it. (laughs) Exactly. But surprisingly, (laughs) Kid agrees. Were you surprised that Kid agreed to that? I wasn't surprised Kid agreed. I was just so disappointed because it made her seem so disloyal. Like, I get it. You just took a bullet for him. Um, you were worried and concerned about your life and Billy's life, who you've been dating this whole time. <laughs> but it made him seem so disloyal. And then you have Todd who didn't ask for a dime. So I really and didn't like that dynamic. I was going to ask, do you feel like Todd feels entitled to ask for money at this point? I don't. They made it seem like Todd is the most ride or die on his staff, to be honest. I didn't like that dynamic. So I, I feel like some type either. of way. What I didn't like is this. So he gives a whole CNN interview with Don Lemon. Again, all the name dropping, all the cameos. I loved it. Um, and he apparently tells the tale, obviously not in incriminating himself, of course, but essentially blaming everything on his brother and the Greek mob. The part where I was like, so this is how we're going to end it. 
he talked about and he alluded to this too when he talked to Todd about how at the end of the day nobody cares about your story they just want the show to go on and in the end of his interview he said that you know what my my family want for me is to be successful so I want to finish my tour and do these movies and be successful I just was like okay so we're just gonna all blame it on success I I, I thought that was thin what about you I didn't take that as like a moral of the story. Maybe that's as a celebrity, some a message he wanted to put out there that like as celebrities, maybe they feel like at the end of the day, nobody cares what the truth is as long as they continue to perform and generate money and generate, you know, whatever their craft is. My moral mm-hmm. of the story is people ain't shit and be careful the decisions you make. Like <laughs> flat out. No, that's, those are my morals from that story. <laughs> oh my God. Do you have any final thoughts on this series? Girl, I am embarrassed to say that I did not realize Monica was Lauren London, my girl, until that FaceTime in episode six. I did not recognize her voice for whatever reason. <laughs> Lauren, happy 37th birthday, boo. I love you. But um, I also, with their dynamic, I was like, if you know, his real life wife favors Lauren a little bit. So I was like, is this, I may have taken this some type of way, to be honest. Like, are you sending me a message, uh, Kevin, that you, that you did this well, like I- this? they were such friendly exes yeah i think he is genuinely friendly with his ex now anyway yeah Um, the the other ex-wife but i was still wondering like is this is this a message to your current wife like i I was curious i was curious because it was a little bit of like "Mm." and i was also i mean they kept telling each other that they loved each other even though they weren't together thank you so i was like should we revisit this divorce because who still tells their ex-spouse that they love them even reba and brock on reba they were super friendly they didn't go that far well actually to our hot topics last week some men just need to be single you know what i mean and stop playing these games acting like they're gonna be faithful in relationships i.e tristan trash bag i mean he did have this one little moment with the chick at the hotel right so he got that off but um yeah that was really my my last thought about it was my girl lauren but overall again i was so engrossed in this this really did have me riveted um i'm finding kevin very enjoyable in dramatic roles um so i hope he continues to go down this path even though i have to say i think a lot of comedians do really well with drama when i think about it so kevin keep doing your thing Wesley, yes. aka Carlton, you ain't shit, boy. But he acted <laughs> his ass off. He I'm did. Like, he did. Wesley Snipes, welcome back to Hollywood because he's been killing it. Like when he did that uh, movie with Eddie Murphy, um, Thomas America. No, the Dino. It was a di- not Dynamite when he played the black exploitation character. Oh, yeah. I never finished that movie. Sorry. <laughs> Wesley was I mean, the best part funny. of that movie. He, he was, was funny in Coming to America too. So. And then Coming to America. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm happy to see his comeback. Um, so my final thoughts are, you know, it was a tough story on sibling rivalry. Like, like when that goes wrong, right? <laughs> you know, if that's rivalry more than sibling uh, envy, you know, like. Yeah. But it's a level of rivalry in the sense of to Gene, he was like, you helped make him because you put you exposed him to comedy and things like that. And I'm sure there may be a level of, hey, I was part of the journey, too. Whereas 
kid i'm sure did so much more because he was very adamant to point that out too like hey this didn't come to me overnight if you think about it we went from such great sibling dynamics in king richard <laughs> last oh. week to no. these sibling dynamics in true story interesting uh, uh, and i always <laughs> And I thought it was interesting because the writing was so funny to me at the celebration on episode one. He was like, I promise you that Carlton would no longer F up my life after, after tonight. tonight. He said that to Todd. And I was like, oh, Jesus. I was like, these are some famous words, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yep. The power of the tongue. You never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. So um great job kevin hart great job kaz uh great writing on the edge of my seat had to figure out what was going to happen next this was definitely a ride and something unexpected right it would mm-hmm. get a bunch of promotion i think it's getting a lot of traction off of word of mouth which is super important kind of like squid games right yeah so all right ashley if there's nothing else let's go ahead and get into our hidden gems All right. I have three this week. My first one is Instant Hotel on Netflix. This is another real estate show. Y'all know I love real estate shows. (laughs) Set in Australia, groups of two compete against each other for a prize and rate each other on their experiences staying in their homes, aka their instant hotels. There's two seasons available on Netflix. Season one got pretty vicious in terms of the competition side of it, which I didn't really enjoy. But with some tweaks to the format, a change of host and a bigger prize, season two was much better. So I definitely recommend it if you like the reality real estate shows like I do. Beautiful, very interesting scenery, as well as, you know, some very unique stays and very unique homes. So again, that's Instant Hotel on Netflix. Number two, is not hidden. It's bruised on Netflix, but I have to give Halle Berry her flowers. Halle Berry, Halle Berry, Halle Berry. Watch this the day it dropped. The fact that even Halle Berry at this point in her career with all her accomplishments still fights to create opportunities with this directorial debut. Like I just felt so proud of her. And Halle, live your best life, girl. I know you just signed a multi-picture deal now with Netflix. Like you still out here popping. Do your thing, Halle. Love you. Last and final, we talked about this with the Chris's, but it's Harlem on Amazon. If y'all have not seen it, I wondered if we were going to have Deja Vu uh, from Run the World, which we recap from Stars. But for me, even though it's still set in Harlem for girlfriends, it was Mm -hmm. a different vibe and I really enjoyed it. So much fun. Loved that Cousin Skeeter reunion. Yes. And Ian, period. Like, period. This is going to be on me and Dolores recap list for sure come Ew, January. Because, you know, I also love Jameson. So, yes. <laughs> they, had, <laughs> they had a great group of guys on yes, this show. I will did. say. I will yeah. say. So that's my three for this week. Again, Harlem is on Amazon. Dolores, what are your hidden gems this week? Thank you, Ashley. So I have in front of a studio audience specifically the different strokes i wanted to highlight that considering we just did a kevin hart series with true story i just want to highlight the range because i mean he's out here acting like a young boy talking about what you talking about willis (laughs) um and he is a cold cold stone murderer in this series we just recapped so i just wanted to highlight that okay so the other hidden gems i have Abbott Elementary. It is a new series on ABC uh, from creator Quinta Bronson. She 
was famous on the internet at first and then she was on a black lady sketch show and now she has her own show it is so funny it's about a group of teachers in an underfunded school in philadelphia again philadelphia Mm -hmm. (laughs) starring tyler james williams you know we know him from everyone hates chris and walking dead shout out to everybody who watched the show uh shirley lee ralph amazing i think this role is perfect for her and then we have lisa ann walter so i'm super excited to see what the series is going to do first episode just dropped a lot of fun i had so many flashbacks with these with this cast from childhood you got chessy from the parent trap you got Cheryl Lee Ralph, yes. the mama from Sister Act 2. You yes. got Everybody Hates Chris. I'm like, yo, I'm reliving childhood moments just watching Absolutely. This. I was too geeked about um, the lady from Parent Trap. I was like, yes! <laughs> My second hidden gem isn't really that hidden, but it's fire! Doja Cat released her music video for her single, Woman. If you all are avid listeners to our podcast you know that doja cat's latest album was one of my hidden gems and woman was one if not the favorite song from that album so the fact that we have a visual i am so 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 excited doja is a freaking star she is problematic yes (laughs) but is she canceled no because did you you see that post asking if she could be beyond like beyonce level girl yes nobody cares to answer those stupid questions i mean i feel like people (laughs) whenever people put beyonce in a question they want people to just get upset period yeah Yeah, exactly doja has the range in terms of a performer i I, you know she's a great rapper she she can hold a note but her performances are everything and sis was killing it with the looks and the choreography in this music video and our girl tiana taylor is featured in in this music video with her amazing abs there are several references from this music video that i noticed remember the times michael jackson giving me several vibes there as well as um my favorite beyonce song baby boy music video there's certain certain things in our music video that i'm like yep 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 i see it i see it highly recommend and my final hidden gem hbo max the sex lives a college girl mm-hmm. so i mentioned how i have been unable to binge television so after true story i went ahead and started the series on hbo max it is such a delight. It is a Mindy Kaling project. Ashley and I are very well versed in her shows. We love the, the uh, Mindy Kaling project as well as Never, Never Have, Have I, I Ever. Ever. And this is no exception. It's actually refreshing. No, this is refreshing for and me. That is, thank you. It is vibrant. It's quirky. It's funny. It's, re- it's irreverent. And I love every moment of it. There's and Delora you know, just informed me Timothy Chalamet's sister is in is on the show. Is one of the main stars. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> so highly, highly recommend. A lot of fun. And that's all I have today, Ashley. Okay, awesome. Well, 
Guys, as always, thank you for tuning in and listening to us. We may have more on Sex Lives of College Girls coming at you, so be sure to stay tuned on that. Um, But otherwise, as always, let us know if you have any feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Be blessed. We'll see you next time. Bye.